0: Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And welcome to The Tim's Take, episode 84. Right before this, I said this is our 84th episode, and you said, wow, that's a lot.
1: It is a lot. It's kind of crazy how long we've been doing this for.
0: (laughs) Well, we're going to try to cram a lot into this episode, I think. But let's start. We've got two recent pieces of mail. Our first piece of mail comes from Kelly, who wrote, In about our episode on the summit and some of my reflections on contentment. And she shared, well, really a beautiful letter, but we'll highlight just a couple of things. She shared some of her own journey with contentment and a couple of her takeaways. The first is some of the work that she's doing and was inviting. Me to do. I'm going to say me. <laughs>
1: I think both of us. But
0: both of us on moving from a scarcity mindset to a manna mindset. And she says manna refers to the story of the Israelites in Exodus 16 and believing not that focusing not on so much what isn't there, but on the fact that there will be enough for today and for the next day as kind of a path to contentment. And then she also talked about discontentment is let me quote her here. A way we try to manage our assumption that we have full agency in this world. When we feel disappointment, regret, or loss, we can be quick to try and fix it, because discontentment tells us that there is something better and that we should be better. And just the fact that when it turns inward, she goes on later to say, I'm creating residue of shame or outward into blame, then perhaps we need to tend to these longings in a different way. And that was a really interesting way, I think, for me of thinking about what discontentment. Is And the connection even between discontentment, contentment, and control is something that I want to reflect more on. So thanks, thanks, Kelly. I really appreciated this. What stood out to you from her letter, her piece of mail?
1: Yeah, I think the same thing that stood out to you. I mean, yeah, it was a beautiful letter. She included a blessing by Kate Bowler about discontentment or contentment. I guess both.
0: Yeah.
1: That was really great. But I do think especially parenting – is so much about giving up a sense of control. We'll talk a little bit more about this later because we're going to reflect about where our heads are at a month before we have a second kid. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of tendencies to be anxious about what's coming because it's so unknown. And I just, if, if I've learned anything from the first time with Oliver, it is that, Like, you just don't know what it's going to be like. You cannot anticipate or plan or strategize everything about what a kid is going to do to your life, (laughs) even though that's... (laughs) Interesting way to put it. Even though that's, like, probably both of our personality tendencies. And so to just, like, accept that, yeah, we do not have agency over everything and hope that in the end that's actually a freeing thing because it's not... It's not all up to us, and yeah. Yeah. It's hard, it's really hard, and I think that's where a lot of my discontentment and guilt comes from.
0: Wanting it to be up to you, or?
1: Thinking that I thinking could that, 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 that yeah, I yeah, could yeah. do it better. That,
0: that's that's right. Yeah, Most of us don't really want everything to be up to us. No. <laughs> but it's that we think either we should be capable of everything being up to us, or that we could do better if it was all up to us or we should be better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So thanks, Kelly.
0: Thanks, Kelly. Our other piece of mail comes from Andre. He's responding to our call out for help with ideas. And I just want to highlight a couple of things from Andre's also long letter. We love long letters. We just can't read them all in the podcast. He was talking about not having any breakfast recommendations for you because that was something you'd ask for. And then he goes on to say, I was going to recommend a favorite of mine, but it is neither a time saver or cheap. Here's, here's his favorite breakfast. Scrambled eggs with sauteed spinach, onions, maybe some cherry tomatoes over top with a goat cheese crumble over that. He highly recommends that as your breakfast option.
1: <laughs> I don't love eggs, but that sounds pretty good.
0: We all, well, maybe, maybe it would convert you, but he gave us a number of possible things he'd like to hear our quote unquote expertise on favorite play dates with Oliver out of the house talk more about what goes on in the tim's kitchen or lack thereof i used to do an instagram segment called baking with matt which i haven't done in a long time sometime maybe i should address that controversy or what's going on in the tim's cookbook more ratings things like that he, he goes on to say thanks for always being a regular cup of comfort over the sound waves i think that might be our new tagline it's the tim's <laughs> take podcast a regular cup of comfort over the sound waves. He says, you're not some paid person who's obligated to recommend a product or feels the pressure to present the best of life and influence me a certain way. You guys just open up and share your lives. So thanks for encouraging the rest of us to be vulnerable, comfortable, and content in a good way with our own lives and to be fully present in our day-to-day. I just want to say, like, we'd be happy to be some paid people who are obligated to recommend products.
1: We just haven't been offered such We just such haven't been offered such things. So,
0: you know, if, if anyone's out there thinking... I don't want to corrupt the podcast. Like, very corruptible. Very corruptible over here.
1: (laughs) No, it was a very encouraging and sweet email by Andre. Just, I mean, that is, yeah, we just want to be real and honest about.
0: And vulnerable and authentic. I know. Those are the words that uh, came to mind and then I kind of gagged a little bit. Honest (laughs) and open and transparent and.
1: Uh, But, I mean, yeah, this podcast is. Pretty raw in terms of us working stuff out sometimes together, and that's why it's been it's been helpful for us as we think through things and hearing how other people respond and react is it's yeah it's an interesting little a little peek into our marriage and parenting and lives and so it's interesting.
0: It is, yeah. It's also like I was thinking about this the other day because I was having a conversation with someone. It is still. Like as soon as you pop microphones in front of us, the conversation changes like we are not completely ourselves. Like there's some level of persona I think we adopt, but I do think what we try to do is we try to just let the podcast heighten the conversations that are already there and the personality that's already there rather than change them. Does that seem true to you?
1: Yeah, that seems like a good way representation though I imagine like you were if- so
0: controversial on this podcast <laughs> and you're only slightly controversial in real life
1: though <laughs> so I imagine if you listened to the first couple episodes of this podcast I don't I don't know if there was any front to be had because we were so in the throes of newborn life
0: I mean there was still definitely things we chose not to share along the way <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean yeah but that's different then
0: yep no yeah. I what you're saying anyway Thanks, you guys. Thanks for the mail. We love it. Always love opening up the mailbag. So I thought we could talk. We are one month out, less than one month at this point, from baby boy number two. How are you feeling about that?
1: Yeah, it is such a strange season of pregnancy where you don't often get a lot of warning when you actually are going into labor. Like, it does just... (laughs) happen yeah for a lot of people and that was my experience with oliver like went to bed it was a normal night i mean i was like two days away from my due date so i knew it was coming somewhat soon yeah but i went to bed no like symptoms or signs or anything and then woke up in the middle of night and was like hmm this might be labor and then it was and there's
0: didn't wake me up for quite a while.
1: (laughs) You're welcome.
0: Well, I mean, it was kind of you, but also when I woke up, I was like, how long has this
1: been going, on?" (laughs) But I was talking with a friend, and it is, like, there's no gradual, I mean, pregnancy is long. It's nine months. So, in that sense, you have some preparation. But there's no gradual, like, oh, I kind of have a baby now that I'm responsible for. It is, like, you go into labor, and this flips, this... (laughs) this flip switches uh, it's very complicated the switch flips and like all of a sudden you are just a parent to another child or a child for the first time and like there's no going back that is just now your new reality Mm -hmm. and it is a weird thing and you can only prepare yourself so much for that yeah so i'm trying to just like live into that and like live our lives as normally as possible right now because it's like yeah, it will come and it will happen, but really, there's not there's not a whole lot I could do before then in terms of, like, you know, really getting yourself wrapped around that idea. Yeah. So, I mean, there's physical, tangible things. I think we've started to make sure we have clothes and clean car seat and all that kind of stuff, some basics. I do feel like I'm a little more relaxed this time. I'm like...
0: Oh, yeah, way Wait, more <laughs> way more relaxed for sure. I mean, last time last time we not only got the car seat in the car, but didn't you ask me to like I had to strap one of Oliver's animals?
1: Well, I just wanted to make sure we knew how to use into it. Into the car
0: seat. <laughs> the the car seat's not even in the car yet. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it is now sitting in the garage in a plastic bag, but Yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm like, you know, if we had to go to the hospital tonight, they pretty much give you everything. And if we had to have someone bring us a car seat, like that, that's possible. So, <laughs>
0: I feel reasonably confident I could actually get the car seat in on time.
1: It just needs to be cleaned. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, But, yeah. So there is some of that that I probably need to get on because we're getting pretty close. But you just... Life keeps going. And especially with a toddler, like... I feel like that perpetuated it even more. You don't have a lot of time, you're just sitting around thinking about like what a second kid is going to be like and like yeah. twiddling your thumbs like you are kind of preoccupied by things that have to keep going. Yeah. So, I don't know. Those a lot of
0: I love it. I about love it. how yeah, I yeah, feel. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You have many layers of feeling. You have the physical component in a way I don't obviously.
1: And I did say the other day, it will be nice when I'm not the only person who can carry around this extra weight sure. of a baby. <laughs> sure.
0: Very fair. Happy to pull my weight or pull baby's weight. I, I was thinking, you know, just earlier about the difference between the anticipation of this child and the anticipation of Oliver. And I just don't remember very well. I mean, 2020 was chaotic. So that was its own crazy dynamic going on yeah but my experience with this time is my anticipation of this child is so wrapped up in oliver not in terms of i expect them to be exactly like oliver although it is hard to imagine a member of our family not being like him obviously but the way that it really impacts is on the days that oliver is a challenge i think oh boy what have we done and on the days when he is just sweet kind and easy is like this is going to be fun and it's like (laughs) what I've found is my mood and anticipations they swing just as wildly as the behavior of my toddler
1: (laughs) yeah I get that totally
0: (laughs) which I just find very very funny but also very human like we are slaves to the moment so when I can zoom out I think when I zoom out and have some healthy perspective overall I'm like "I I think there will be lots of unique delights to having a second child that i'm very excited about but then sometimes in the in the grudging battles of wills i think oh boy and there's gonna be another one right there the other day oliver and i were getting into it and i wouldn't get in his car seat or something and like I'm starting to raise my voice a little bit and then he raises his voice back at me and you look at us and you're like, it's like watching a mirror. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, you guys are just escalating each other in the exact same way. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like, another one of these? <laughs> well, but yeah, what we are we are almost there. I mean, we're in the like, not quite the any second range, but we are in the any time range and like the doctors aren't trying to stop anything at this point right yeah that's crazy
1: yeah do you have any anticipation of how this second kid will affect our relationship
0: oh wow i haven't even thought about that (laughs) (laughs) have you have you thought about that
1: i did have a moment tonight where i was like "Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for a little bit
0: let me go on the record and say i'm very glad you didn't like you're not like, oh, I've been thinking about this for the last two months, and like, here's a few like journal entries in my diary that I've got about this, and I'm like, I haven't thought about that. But tell me more about what you thought earlier.
1: I don't know. We were just putting all over to bed, and we we're both a little frustrated, and and it's just, I just know, like, yeah, the chaos of a newborn and a toddler means that I think. It is more likely that we are both in a cranky, bad, grumpy mood together at the same time, which does not go well for us, where with Oliver, those days happen occasionally, but usually we balance each other. One's in a grumpy mood and the other one can kind of like
0: not hold, always, but mostly. hold the
1: ship afloat. And I'm hold just like... Hold the ship afloat. Yeah, I think it works. I think you
0: mean like <laughs> <laughs> you're combining hold together and keep the ship afloat, which... And the classic racialism.
1: But I just, I feel like the chaos of at least a month or two will be, yeah, we'll be tired, we'll be, it will be a thing. But.
0: Well, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I have no, I hadn't really thought about that component. But I'm like, yeah, we'll just take more work. And it's like, but there's no margin for more work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe the podcast will become indispensable.
1: I mean, I think ultimately we'll just let some things go, and that will be how we survive, and it will be okay. We have a like better relationship. Go is <laughs> what you're saying?
0: <laughs>
1: yes, I'm preparing you for that. I mean, we'll just things will slide, and we'll just let it go. You and I keep a pretty like tight. Tight chip type brains. I don't know why I'm going with all these chip analogies. Yeah, really. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to like maintain certain things in our lives.
0: Speaking of contentment and discontentment.
1: Yes. And I think there will be a season in the beginning that we will just have to put that aside for some time and be like, we're going to all sleep on this couch and Oliver's going to watch a whole season of Bluey and we're gonna order takeout and it just is what it is
0: can I be really honest I think this is you that's a you thing
1: what do you mean I
0: think I like I like a tight ship I like a clean ship but like I am way more willing to be like yeah you know what we can't replace that plank right now like whatever like yeah the, <laughs>
1: the, the dishes
0: Please. the dishes have piled up in the ship's galley like <laughs> that's fine it is what it is like Well, we're just surviving right now. I think you struggle with that way more than I do.
1: I know, I do. I'm really realizing this is a whole other conversation that is probably not the best time to get into. But I'm really realizing in the past like month or two how much I like tie my worth to the things that I do and accomplish.
0: Wow, what else? (laughs) you just dropping bombs in this podcast?
1: I know, and but this is just it's like you know where you just like start collecting tidbits of information about yourself or conversations you've had and then you start to be like there's a pattern here this is a pattern
0: (laughs) wow well we gotta note this down for a future episode potentially
1: so yeah it's gonna be it's it's gonna be hard for me postpartum is hard for me both physically and like emotionally to not I just feel useless i'm, even just though like, I'm not. like
0: take out youtube tv <laughs> like let's go <laughs> like, my god those dishes will get done i'll put on a podcast someday and do them but for now wow
1: it's a tricky season for me yeah wow
0: well, and that's worth saying i appreciate you sharing that Yep, with me and all our listeners yep <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other stuff you go first okay I just want to register the fact that for Eastertide, I got Reese's Puff cereal a few weeks ago and I had been eating it. And of course, it's delicious. But also, if you have not had any sweet sugary cereals in a while, I was having it. I was just like, this is just like this is straight corn syrup. Like, I feel like as a kid, you have you just buy the myth a little bit more that there's like all these rich, complex, sugary flavors in here. It's all the same. It's all, I just want to register that, not a complaint, not even a criticism, just, well, if you've had the wool over your eyes, I'm here to pull it back. Wake up, people. <laughs> okay, what's your other stuff?
1: My other stuff is the saga of the Chick-fil-A side salad. Which I oh, don't know how, excellent. How, excellent. How many people have been aware of this journey, but Chick-fil-A has a side salad that's great, It's a very basic salad, but... Yeah, it is good. Great dressing. Legit good. Good, simple toppings.
0: Well, you can get any dressing with it, but typically you get, and I followed you in this, the avocado lime ranch.
1: And it's delicious. And it's just this perfect size for a vegetarian to order a Chick-fil-A. I don't want a huge, massive salad for $10. I just want this $5 side salad. And it's great. I was informed by an inside source that it was going to get taken away. And then it was publicly announced that it was getting taken away across the country. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm proud of America in this one moment on time because the people rose up and they said, do not take away our side salad. And kudos to Chick-fil-A. They responded and they have decided to bring back the side salad forever is what their marketing campaign said. Yeah.
0: It's rather (laughs) appalling that this seems to be the only thing we can get done is body politic. I know.
1: I was like, but (laughs) it does weirdly give me some hope in America.
0: Oh, my gosh. In America. I think that hope is misplaced, but... We can give thanks, nonetheless, for the return of the side salad.
1: And so the side salad is back. We got a free one tonight because they apologize for their deep, deep grievance that they have caused us. a
0: misunderstanding of their market.
1: Yeah. And it's great. So go get yourself a side salad from Chick-fil-A. And then you can indulge in fries or a milkshake and be like, this balances itself out. It's great.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, that's great. That was really excellent. We just want to wrap here at the end with a little look ahead. We are, as we said a month out, as I said earlier, we are in the any time now, baby could come. So potentially we will be back in two weeks with a regularly scheduled episode exploring Rachel's deep identity of her, oh, yikes. the things she does. I'm just kidding. We don't know if that'll be our next episode, but we might be back in two weeks or it could be that we are going to do something we have never done on the podcast and take maternity slash paternity leave from the podcast we were talking about it and it seems wise despite what we did with oliver where we podcasted every week from the beginning and that was its own particular flavor with two we just thought it's probably best to just find a rhythm settle into it and not have any obligations of things for a few weeks for a little while so our promise is that we will be back with at least of you know first month or two check-in somewhere along the way. And in that episode, we will announce what we're doing, if anything, going forward. So we will, you will hear us at least one more time. We can promise you that. You might hear us in two weeks. We might also just be silent. The thing is, we know there's a number of listeners, because we see this in the downloads, who go back and binge like past episodes catching up. We know there's a lot of people who have not caught up with past episodes. So consider this little break our gift to you, really. <laughs> listeners who are behind you can catch up with us you can be current potentially going into at least an update about life with two but yeah just so you know we haven't completely disappeared we're just gonna give ourselves a little bit of a break anything you want to add
1: nope i might do a re-listen like when we have a one week old you
0: might do a re-listen
1: yeah from the beginning just to be like wow This is how different or this is how similar this experience is.
0: Oh, I hadn't even thought about that.
1: So if anyone wants to join me, maybe we'll talk about that when we come back at the one two month check in about the comparison.
0: (laughs) If anyone wants to (laughs) join you, what exactly are you inviting people? You're inviting people to listen to our podcast again themselves (laughs) at the pace that you would be listening to it with a second child.
1: No, I'm just saying if you're curious how our first experience went and then how our second experience is going to go
0: i do have a secret hope that is now going to be not so secret that one day we will get a piece of mail from someone who has had a kid and has been listening to our podcast from the beginning alongside their journey and we'll send in a mail piece of mail that talks about that experience but you know so far that dream's unrealized and probably will remain so
1: till next time
0: i'm matt i'm rachel and that is your tim's take